Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Tell me something, girl Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling In all the good times I find myself longing episode 94 thanks for for getting the kinks out we were having some sound problems that was good good job we might have to stop a little way uh into this thing to just double check it smart so we just watched the golden globes yeah so a lot happened this weekend huh a lot happened this weekend you want to take us through the uh the weekend well i mean i don't want to no i don't but i will now you put me on the spot like that we just did some playoffs and then uh, Golden Globes. Just a lot of stuff, you know. Yep. The uh, playoffs are now uh, Kansas City Colts. Um, Dallas at Rams. Eagles at Saints. And uh, Pats are home versus uh, Chargers. Chargers. So how did you fare with your gambling this week? I bet two games and I lost two games. I took Baltimore and I took uh, Seattle. So you lost in Seattle? I thought Seattle covered. I had the money line. Oh, that's right. Because I think all four underdogs covered this week. They did. Um, I didn't take the... uh, Well, actually, I took the Baltimore, who was terrible. And I don't understand how you don't... Okay, so in the third, I don't know if you watched the game. I watched in the, the game. third game, third quarter, or in the fourth quarter, ten minutes to go, they had minus two yards passing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how after halftime you don't put in Flacco. Flacco. So and, I was wondering. Did was, you hear them talking about how like everybody in the stands was like screaming for him to come in? Yeah. And Jimmy Smith like went over to them and said, "He got us here." I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I agree with that. He got them there, but this is this is one and up. Yeah, you know, you're either you gotta change it up, get a spark. I mean, he was brutal, and I told you, I, I so I bet in the Chargers. That's that's where my that was my favorite line this week, and uh, I took the money line on the Chargers, and and solely on the thought that he was not ready to be a that um, what's his face Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was not ready to be a starting playoff quarterback. And I mean, the first three possessions, he fumbled it three times. Yeah, that was that was tough. So, I mean, so you would have put in Flacco at halftime, yeah. Yeah, I would have too. Um, and then he could, you know, they could go back to Lamar in the next game. Yeah, you have to make it to the next. You game. have to make, exactly, exactly. I don't. I don't. If somebody's think, struggling. I don't you know? think we need to worry about hurting people's feelings at this point, especially when he's. Just a rookie, and he's probably going to be with your franchise for a little bit. You know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, what did you think of the. Uh, so, I guess. Last so, game? All right, so we're going to talk about football first. I didn't realize. All right, so let's go through. First, would you think that. Let's, let's start that first game Texans Colts. Didn't really watch much of it. No? I listened to it more than I saw it, but like that was another brutal performance by uh, you know the Texans. They didn't do anything till the end of the game, right? Um, I think they went scoreless at halftime. Right, it was like twenty-one nothing. Yeah, yeah, but um, I didn't even think about that. The Colts look good though. They do. It's. I mean, I don't know if they're going to beat the Chiefs, but but they look think, good. Yeah, I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. But um, I mean, are we going to do picks on this pod? Um, I think we, we might have another one. 
Because I'm leaving on Sunday for a couple of days. Oh, well, I'm working all week, so okay. all we right. might not. Um, so maybe we should make our picks at, at the end of this. Um, so that was the first game. The second game we went and saw together with uh, Eric, who's a big Seahawks fan, the Cowboys-Seahawks game. Which, who's having a baby tomorrow? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I kind of, you know, that was a good game. That was the, that that made up for the, you know. But here's the thing: all these games, they were close, but there's some really bad football being played today and yesterday. There is some bad football. Like you can't walk away from any of those games and be like, "Wow, that team looks really good," except maybe the Colts. May walk away from the Cowboys game thinking that's a team that's going to... And Colts are getting six points at Kansas City. Is that what it is? So here are the spreads. Kansas City is giving six at home. Rams are giving seven uh, at home versus Dallas. Patriots are minus four at home versus the Chargers. And the Saints are minus nine versus the Eagles. So... I get. I was doing guess the lines by myself, and I went two for two with the Chiefs Colts line and the uh, um, Patriots Chargers line today. I nailed them both right. at minus four, minus six. I was pretty happy. I was pretty proud of myself. Unfortunately, there's no one there to tell that I. You know, I can say it on a podcast after, but <laughs> I could also be lying. So it could be. Um. So all right. So before we before we finish this, so then then you know we talked about the early game, and then what do you think of the late game? Where how long was that field goal the guy missed for Chicago? It was forty three yards. And they did such an awesome job, like getting them to that point. Yeah. Like they had the run back. This was all within fifty six seconds. Right. And this Cody Parkey guy, who's missed like eleven kicks all year. Uh, just missed another one. So he's definitely off the team. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you do? You know, we we talked about this a little bit while we were watching. What do you do if you're the Eagles now? Like, are you going to definitely like what? What, what do you do next year? Like, I guess it depends on what Foles wants. Does he want to start? Wait, because he wasn't even in like, like they were talking about it on the uh, during the broadcast that like he didn't even he wanted to retire, and the co- the coach um, for the Bears who's now who was like his quarterback coach uh, or offensive coordinator, like told talked him out of retirement. Oh, really? His exit interview. Like when he got like when he left, he he talked to. Falls and told him to like not leave, and then Falls ended up beating him. Oh well. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. Like, I I mean when when you see when you see the these teams, he didn't have a great game. No, he had some clutch passes. But they win. But he end. wins. Like they had some clutch passes at the end of the game. Let me ask you this: Like when your team, when the Giants play the Eagles. What scares you more, Carson Wentz or Nick Foles at this point? Um, I guess Nick Foles. Me too. And I'm like, at some point, you just gotta say, like, this is a, this is our guy. I don't care how good Carson Wentz is supposed to be. I get that he's like on his rookie contract still, so you've got one more year with him. You can try to figure it out. But I don't know how you don't just start this guy if you just. I mean, even if they lose next week, it it's still like. It's pretty ma- like they were they were basically out of the playoffs and then he came in, they made it to the playoffs, then they get in and they're the biggest underdog of the week and they and they win. I mean, I don't know. Defending Super Bowl champs and they have uh the guy who was the anomaly last year in the playoffs again. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Um they're big underdogs next week. So do you wanna do our picks now or do you wanna wait? Um, sure. Okay. Let's just go right down the games. Colts, Chiefs, six. Who are you taking? I like Kansas City. Yeah, I like Kansas City, too. Uh, Cowboys, Rams, seven. 
Um, I guess I like the Cowboys. Yeah, I do too. I just like the points. I don't think they're winning that game, but I think I'll be up closer. Yeah, I do like that. I like both those overs. The over on the Colts is fifty-seven, and the Cowboys is forty-nine. Uh, Fifty-seven's a lot. Chargers Patriots four. Yeah, um, I like the Chargers. All right, I like the Patriots. That's good. This is our first. Um, because here, here's why I like the, the Patriots. It's just that coach of San Diego is terrible. Yeah. And so when there's such a big mismatch in head coach. But I think their defense is playing so well right now. It's true. And the, and the and Patriots, Patriots don't really. Don't yeah. Great. So it's going to be. The Patriots just don't lose at home in the playoffs. Yeah, it's hard to beat you know? against the Patriots. But four. I mean, look, if it was three, I'd love the Patriots. At four, I'm like kind of liking the Patriots. All right. Eagles, Saints, nine is the spread there. I would never guess that. I would have been. I like the Saints. Okay, I kind of. Like, I, I you'll take the Saints. I'm going to take the Eagles because I, I like the points. So nine, four, seven, and six. Nice. Okay, we got through that. Nice, nice job on our NFL we uh, playoff recap. And before we move on from football, big championship games tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's minus five and a half. When this first came out, a six and a half. And I was like, this shit is going up. <laughs> so I like put money on it. I put like 25 bucks on it. And uh, it went down. I wish I waited. Well. So who do you like? Um, I might do some prop bets on this. Okay. We'll see. I, I kind of like, God, it's just so hard to bet against Alabama. But that kid that they got at quarterback for Clemson. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, They're saying like he's gonna be like like scouts are saying he's gonna be like the next big quarterback in the NFL. So, but he's a freshman. Yeah, you know that's the he's thing. He's not coming out for a right. Couple of years. But no, but I'm saying like in this game, it's like he's so good and he's a he's a pro style quarterback. That's the kind of guy that could do some damage to to a team like Alabama. I mean, I'm gonna take Clemson just for. Because that's what I, I... I mean, I'm not betting this. Uh, I've I bet against Alabama more than once this year, and I haven't... I, I, I've lost money more than once. When the, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to take Clemson. I'll take the five and a half. Okay. But I don't love it. You, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the game's on tomorrow night. So, we'll see. Um all right, so what are we talking about today? You want, I'm going to pause this for a second. Okay. All right, what, what's on the docket here for today? Um, well, I think the things we were going to talk about were this new Coachella lineup got announced. Oh, we were. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we've we got a lot of shit to talk about, and you have to get up at 6 a.m. Um, Black Mirror. We're going to review the Black Mirror episode with the- Choose Your Own Adventure. And then we were going to go over the Golden Globes. And tell our best movies. Oh, and our best movies. Yeah, all right. So let's do this Coachella lineup real quick. How bad is this lineup? It's terrible. Um, I mean, there's like no one that would get me out of a seat. Well, here's the thing. Obviously, we're not the audience they're, they're focusing on. So the hell so do we know? the headliners? The headliners are Friday, it's Childish Gambino, who has three albums. Who... Until recently, I did not know was uh, uh, Donald Glover, Donald Glover which, who didn't show up to the Golden Globes. Yeah, and who you previously thought was Danny Glover's son. That's true. Yeah, so I'm all, I'm all messed up. Yeah. With Donald you, Glover. you have no, you have no connection to Childish Gambino. I saw him live a couple years ago in in Vegas at a at a show. He was fine. I just, I'm not going to drive out to the desert early to make sure I get there in time to see him. Uh, also that night, it's Janelle Monae and the 1975 and Diplo. really good today. Yeah, she looked good. DJ Snake. DJ Snake. That's, uh... It's like any commercial about Mountain Dew, that guy's songs are involved. Um, oh, Jaden Smith is playing that day, too. Oh. Um, this day two... The headliner is Tame Impala. Yeah, I don't even know who this is. Well, I was trying to explain to you who Tame Impala is. I like Tame Impala, but... Should they be headlining no. Coachella? I mean, I, I don't think so. Um, 
again, I'm a little out of touch because the third day is headlined by Ariana Grande, who is like the biggest pop star right now. She's pretty big. So, but I also think that that's stupid. So, like, what do I know? Um, also, in day two is Solange. Like, she's a second. She's second billing. It's not good. No one's gonna go see Solange. No, people are gonna see Solange. That was a pretty big album. Yeah, it's because the only, there's only the only thing going on that night. It's like <laughs> shitty. Uh, Kid Cudi and Weezer, and yeah. Anyway, uh, night three. What was that Saturday Night Live episode where uh, the Weezer? Whether he's a Weezer fan? Yeah, it was really good. Um, the was that Ma- Steve Carell? No, that was with Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. That's right. He gets a fight with Leslie Jones over yeah. because. He likes New Weezer and she doesn't. Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of agree with with her. I don't like New Weezer stuff. I don't really like New Weezer stuff either. Uh, but like that. But makes... I did like that one album that was like newer. Uh, I can't remember the name of the album. Well, what color was it? Because all their albums it had are... like the dog jumping on the cover. Yeah. Um, but the other, the third night, the other people playing are Khalid. Who's an R&B singer? Zed, Khalid. Who's a DJ? Churches. I actually like a couple of Khalid songs. Um, but yeah, not not a really strong, um, you know. But it doesn't matter because Coachella's already sold out before they even announce anybody. Right. I mean, that's the other so thing is screwed. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see how fast all those tickets went on sale um, once they announced the lineup. But again, we're not really the 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 crowd for this, so Ratitude, I liked I like that album. Okay, great. Alright. Um But that's uh yeah, that's our basic Coachella preview. Um you know, even as an old guy, I'd still go if there was like a if there was someone that I wanted to see, I would go. Like I've I've looked for like the the excuse to go go back there again. Um, even though it'll probably make me really angry, but it's not going to be this year. We'll just go ahead and say that. <laughs> That's pretty bad. You have to go deep into the, uh, Rolodex on the, uh, the smaller print to find someone that you actually want to see. Yeah. And not pay $300. That's crazy. Um, all right. So let's go into this Black Mirror episode. What was it called? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. So this is basically about, um... This kid who creates some choose-your-own-adventure video game. In the 80s. In the 80s. And Which, there's two video games that I like, like, that this company um, makes. Uh, I forgot the name of the company, but it's called... Their first game was called Heavy Rain. And then the second game was called Detroit. Oh, I remember Heavy Rain. Yeah, it's like about a, like a serial killer. Yeah. And it's like the choose your own adventure game, and this this episode like reminded me of that. Okay, um, that you were controlling the person. Um, what did you think of Bat Bandersnatch? Um, well, all right. So I really enjoyed the experience of it, but it's not very good. Um, like I thought. Okay, so you and I, I think we had like we talked a little bit. I'm trying to find the Rotten Tomatoes score. I don't see one. Um, I thought it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed uh, when you have, like, the control. Uh, you, I don't know if you watched it. You don't have PlayStation, though. When you have the PlayStation remote, anytime, like, you need to make a, uh, a decision, the whole thing, like, shakes. Oh, okay. And, uh, so, and once you get into the story and you find out that he's, like, it was a little never-ending story-ish where he, the person inside the movie, like, feels like someone outside the movie is, like, controlling them. And that's yeah. kind of what the story is. Right. And you're like, oh, you know, like, in never-ending story, like, the kid ended up being part of the thing. Right. Um, but my experience was that I picked a couple things and then the story was over. Yeah. And then it, like, rewinded to, like, and nothing cool happened. But then when you get to redo some of the stuff, you're like, oh. Like, did you get to the whole thing where he found out that uh, he was, 
his dad wasn't his dad and no like you like go through the files and there's like basically it's an, an experiment on implanting fake memories into kids heads no i didn't get no okay so how, how many times did you do it i just did like two runs i did two runs too and I didn't get either of those. Did you go back to the beginning? No. Or you just like went I went rewinding? I, no, they said you can go back yeah. and it brings you in like halfway through when, yeah. when you're about to make a decision. Um, so let, like I wanted to go over some of our choices. Yeah. Um, the thing that I found, I was finding that I was taking choices that weren't obvious because I wanted to see more creative storytelling. But the they it didn't wind up Did being. Did you get to the Netflix one where you had the shoes of? Uh, yeah. And then like the computer like asks about Netflix. Did you? And then it goes in this whole thing about what is Netflix, yeah. and then he. That's funny. I like that. All right, so let's go. First, first choice was Sugar Puffs or Frosties. I went Frosty Flakes. I went Sugar Puffs because I wasn't paying enough attention and I didn't get the ten seconds in time, and that's what it automatically put me at. And so then I had to pay like. Then I knew I had to just pay attention to everything a lot better. Um, did you... My my next was... Uh, the Which tape to listen to? Yeah, I did Thompson. Yeah, okay, I think that... What was the other option? Like... Um, I couldn't remember. It was like Now too or yeah, something. Yeah, Now too. Uh Did you accept or refuse the job? I, re- I rejected the job. See, I accepted it. And it said basically... What happened... What happened when you accept the job... Um, they say, oh, it's too late. We already stole your idea and you're Yeah, that's broke. what I was afraid of. And then, um, <laughs> and it's... I a, wasn't even done with the game. And it ends right there. And then you have to go back? And then it says, just say no to the job. Oh. Um, and then, um, you know, the next... So my next thing was, do you want to talk about your mother? Yeah. And did you say yes yeah. or no? Yeah. Because we want to find some story. Well, later on, if you went the right way, you find out that the mother was fake. Like, it's all it was all a movie. Or, well, that that's the right way? Because that's the way I wound up. Oh, then. I don't know. That's, that's my ending. What was your ending? My ending was that it was a movie. It was a movie set. Yeah. That's the whole thing that... It was he, awful. Went, he went into the uh, that room that was locked... Uh-huh. And found all those files and realized that his whole life was being manipulated. Yeah. So I'm, I, that was a really disappointing ending for me. I don't like that none of this really mattered for anything. Um, I mean, I guess we're going to hit. Did you kill the dad? Well, my second time I did. The second time I just started killing everybody. I killed my dad. I killed Colin. Um, yeah, that the whole thing are like, do you want to jump or do you want Colin to jump? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not jumping. Yeah. So you killed Colin too? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Colin. Um, but that's the stuff that I was like, I was trying to avoid all the kill. I was trying to avoid the drugs and the killing because that shit, while it's probably more fun, it's, it's just easier storytelling. I want you to tell me a story that I otherwise couldn't come up with. And the Bandersnatch was trying to get you to destroy that computer the whole time. Yeah. I like, was like, I can't destroy the computer. I'm working here. Yeah. So, like, every... But then there was, like, finally said, all right, you either throw a T on it or you break it. So, there's another time where it said, um, do you want to throw T on the computer or yell at your dad? Yeah. And I chose throw T. And it was like, cool, your computer broke. Now you can't do it anymore. It's over. So, come back and just yell at your dad. Yeah. So I'm like choosing my own adventure. If you're gonna keep telling me that, like my I'm choices and and like the show and the game, the the movie. Um, is there any other ones that you wanted to bring up? Like, did you get to the part where you have like this fight inside the, um, with the therapist? therapist? Yeah, Netflix. That was a Netflix thing. Yes. Um, like that was just that to me was lazy storytelling too. Yeah. It's like. Well, we're just gonna. You're. It's if you're being too boring, we're gonna spice this up. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not being boring. I'm trying to make you work for your story. If I take all the obvious choices that are full of action, like I don't need to make those. Cho- like I want to take choice. Those aren't the choices I want to make. Yeah. So I didn't find it very. I, I like the idea. Like I think somebody's gonna come up with a way better uh, story. 
Um, and I'm saying, like, if you're going to watch this, you might as well get one of those games. Pay 30 They're probably $30 now because they lowered in price. And, like, just play that game and you'll have better enjoyment um, rather than watching Bandersnatch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I was when I was doing it though I I did enjoy it, um, but like going back on the content and the story, I'm like, yeah, that probably wasn't um, you know the world's best story. Um, is there anything else you want to get into with this or? No, I think uh, we need more Black Mirror and better Black Mirrors. Okay. Fair I, I heard that Miley Cyrus, you heard that on the Howard, she was on Howard and she said she was in an episode now. Yeah. I mean, but Black Mirror doesn't really need celebrity types. They're, uh, no. it's pretty good without that. Um, I mean, I figured we'd go through all of our choices, but I guess they probably wind up changing so much. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, wasn't a fan of Bandersnatch. No, but it's but it was worth the run, right? It was worth yeah, giving it, was, it a try. It was fun. Um, so look, we're we're pounding through things. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. you know. So the Golden Globes are tonight. Yeah. Do you want to do your? Do you want? All right. So let's talk about the Golden Globes first. Then we'll we'll go into our top ten movies. Golden Globes. Oh, I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. So what are your Thoughts on... Alright, so let's talk well, about... Well, let's talk about the last movie. The best movie Oh, you, category. Just, you just want to get right into that. Okay. Yeah, I want to get right into it, because it's fucking stupid <laughs> that Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Picture. Yeah, it, uh, that's pretty... You know, the Golden Globes is always, like, this weird thing, because there's only, like, a few people that vote. Right. And uh, it's not like the Oscars. Like, the Oscars is going to be a lot different. There's no way Bohemian Rhapsody wins Best Picture. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I think we've all completely, like, lost it. And we're all super dumb as a country now, so... Um, just, I mean... So, it beat Star is Born. Um, what were the other ones that were nominated? If Beale Street Could Talk... Uh, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Um, which shouldn't even be nominated. Black Panther... Shouldn't be nominated. Uh, is that? I mean, it also shouldn't have been in the drama category. It should have been in the musical or comedy. Okay. I mean, first of all, what 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 is it? A musical? It's like it's music based. Yeah, but music based is different than music. I mean, I don't look. I don't know why you would group musical and comedy together. Why? What do those two things have in common? Well, because they wanted a. Because it's not drama. Yeah, they wanted a like a overall fun movie category. Comedy. I just I can't believe that movie won anything. I mean, and Rami, um, I mean, I have no problem with him winning. Actually, I don't. I don't have a problem with him winning because I thought he was really good. So now I'm forgetting because Vigo lost to uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, which I feel like Vigo's performance was a lot better. Oh, get out of here. That's insane. Christian Bale, really good. But Vigo was just freaking great in that movie. He's like a cartoon character. I wouldn't call it a cartoon character. He's like a... Okay. Look, I, I liked it. And I mean, I don't think... Like, I, I was talking to somebody recently who was like, that is the worst movie because what he's doing in that is like, that's not a real person. It's a real person. We know people like that. But, um, dude, what Christian Bale did was like insanity. He was... He really got into the role. He was really good. Um, we'll find out if Vice made your list. We'll find out if... We'll find, we'll find that out. We'll find out if it made your list. Um, so, the suspense must be killing everyone. So uh, what, uh, what other... Uh, I do want to say I did take down the Golden Globe odds on a bunch of stuff. Um, I told you I made a bet on... on uh, Star is Born won nothing, but... No. Um, 
Which I'm okay with. Uh, I did bet on Bradley Cooper, though, because he was the only person that had a chance that had good odds that I thought. Should have bet on, um, uh, what's her name? The wife? Glenn Close. That probably paid out pretty well. I don't think I have it down, but... Um, and as I said, like, how many, what percentage of the people in that room do you think saw the wife? Yeah, it's not... So... It had to be 5%. Do you want to know what a Star is Born was minus 700 to win Best Drama? Now, you don't have a problem with that not being a comedy or musical? That was a drama. Yeah. But it had just as much music as Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, but Bohemian Rhapsody was, like, a lot lighthearted. Okay. Uh, Green Book was minus 120. Vice was plus 300. Uh, and The Favorite was plus 175. I thought about taking The Favorite just because, but... Uh, I liked Olivia Colman's speech. Best Actor, Bradley Cooper was minus 250. Remy Malik was plus 120. Um, for comedy, Bale was minus 225 and Vigo was plus 160. Which when I left the theater, I was telling you this, I bet a friend of mine that... Uh, Remy will not be nominated for an Oscar for that. And it looks like I'm going to lose 50 bucks. Best Actress, Lady Gaga, was minus 400. So I don't know what Glenn Close was, but that's she probably paid out pretty well. Uh, Olivia Coleman was minus 200. Um, so, alright, so Stars Born wins that. Comedy, or no, doesn't win that. Bohemian Rhapsody wins that. Uh, Green Book wins comedy. We agree that that's probably how that should have gone. It won screenplay, comedy, Mahershala. And it definitely should have won screenplay. I don't know about Mahershala. I mean, I mean, I thought he was great. I don't have a problem with him. Would you call him a supporting actor? Yeah, it's a tough call. Yeah. That's probably why he won, because he was in a, a category where, you know, he was in the whole movie. But who else was, uh, nominated in that? Do you remember offhand? You probably don't have the, uh... The list available. Um, I can look it up if you kill some time here. Well, they do best supporting actors in comedy and best supporting actors in dramas, right? Or do they have best support? Right. No, that's one thing. All right. So Sam Rockwell, I remember, was nominated for playing George Bush. Um, there's somebody though that was probably supposed to win. Besides him, it seems like there's somebody obvious that we're missing. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. That's who it is. Timothy Chalamet was the heavy Adam favorite. Driver. Yeah, he's there. He's not going Richard E. Grant. Oh, Can't for that. Forever forgive me. Did you like that movie? Um, That's an uncomfortable watch. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was terrible, but uh, it wasn't my thing. Like I mean, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Do, do you, so, like, do you understand why that gets nominated for all this stuff? Because she's good in it, but, like, it's just an uncomfortable, regular old movie. It's not like an... A, yeah, it didn't seem like an Academy no. Award winning movie. Um, how about the TV stuff? Where do you come out on all that? Um, I like Killing Eve, and I'm glad she won that. Sandra Oh. Oh. Um, I don't watch... What, which one? Uh, it was Americans won drama, right? Which I don't watch, right? And uh, Mrs. Maisel won. Mrs. Maisel did it win? No, I don't think so. I don't think it did either. Kaminsky method. Won. Oh, that's right. I don't know who watches this. Actually, I do. My uh, my dad and uh, my stepmother watch. Well, they do this every year, right? Like it was always Mozart of the Jungle if before this. If it's something this. that came out of nowhere. Or that hasn't been on this list before, you know. Yeah. I thought Kidding should have been should have won. Yeah, I love Kidding. Jim, Jim Carrey's bit in the beginning was the funniest. Thing. Yeah, so that was. A, let's talk about like the show itself. What do you think of the hosts? I thought it was funny. Nah, I didn't think they were that funny. Um, I don't they know. They had. They didn't really have a lot to do. They kind of sped the whole thing up. True, uh, but yeah. So Jim Carrey, Even like the nominees when they announced the nominees, they were like, "Barry, Kidding, yeah, good place." That's true. Uh, but you're right. Uh, the Jim Carrey thing was by far the best. He sh- please be funny again. Like, just please Come do back. funny stuff. Come back to us. Um, yeah. And, um, 
Patricia Arquette won over uh, Amy Adams, who everyone thought Amy Adams. No, that was supporting. Sharp Objects. I thought that was no. Best actress in a uh, oh, okay limited series. Um, I haven't watched that show. You've seen the first episode, right? Oh, I saw the first three. Escape that Demoria. It's good. She's really good at it too. I really want to watch that. It is. It's I'm, a good. I'm starting it's good. that this week. Maybe. Everyone know. Everyone, you're it. put on notice. If I can find it, we can find, find it. It's on Showtime. Showtime on demand. Yeah, don't you have Showtime? I have. I have Showtime because I've been signing in with your password <laughs> <laughs> to watch it. Um, but yeah, um, is it raining out? I don't know. Sounds like it. Um, t- but TV, uh, yeah, Americans winning. I I used to watch it. I didn't I didn't finish it out, and not because of there being something wrong with it. It's just uh, I ran out of, I ran out of time with shows. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Um, I don't know. I just for movies this year, they're just well, hasn't been like a lot of great movies. No. So when you see like all these winners, you're like, eh. Yeah. Yep, that's uh, exactly right. The bodyguard guy won. I yeah. Mean, people love the bodyguard. People love the bodyguard, but I mean. He's just kind of like a wooden soldier. I don't know. It's a weird... I don't know. I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on The Bodyguard. Okay, I've done two episodes. So far, I like it. I like it, but I don't think it's like the best fucking show ever right now of the year. Well, it didn't win Best Show of the Year. Well, it was nominated. (laughs) Why are you yelling at me? What about Jeff Bridges? That was fun. <laughs> Jeff Bridges is hilarious. <laughs> Guy's like... He's just a he, different planet from the rest Yeah, of he's us. just on a different planet. And the best part was like, Chris Klein was just like... Not Chris Klein. Chris Pine was like in the background just laughing. Who like introduced him was just laughing at everything he said. And I, that was... We were talking about that was an interesting uh, person to uh, to introduce him. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they have a personal relationship that we don't know about. Because he was in, like, two scenes with them. Olivia Coleman winning for Best Actress. You good with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like, there's nobody there that was blowing me away. Um, like we said, Christian Bale. Uh, Regina King winning for Best Supporting. She was really good. But, like, the favorite, you know, that's, that's what everybody thought was going to win one of those two girls. I really like Amy Adams and Vice. I thought I she was so they, good I think they, like, cancel Vice. each other out. Probably. Because it's like, how do I vote for one person? I just like, I like... I thought Rachel Weiss was a lot better, but still, it's like, you have two of them on here. Like, I don't know. Claire Floyd was very good in First Man. But First Man shouldn't be nominated for anything. And it won for Best Score. There you go. Uh, It'll win, like, Sound or something. Sure. Sound stuff. Um, Spider-Man wins animated film. It's probably gonna win the Oscar. Yeah, you've been you've been saying that, and I kept saying no, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, but it did. Um, Roma, best foreign, um, best song, Shallow. Can I? I don't know if I like Shallow. You like Shallow? I like Shallow, but I don't. I like like um. There's a like there's parts of it I like. I don't like the chorus. It just sounds like something like a uh, a six year old could write. Well, then that six year old would win uh, a <laughs> globe. Like it's just in the shallow, la 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 I don't know. It's just not. I'm on the deep end. Ready no, no, to I'm not it? saying the I'm not saying the lyrics. I'm just. It's like. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It won, it's going to win an Academy Award, so you can tell all your six year olds. <laughs> Uh, sing songs like that. The Kaminsky method. I'm just going through all the all the winners right now. So Versace won uh, limited show and actor. And it 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 was all it was. I mean, uh, so far since I haven't finished Escape of Denimora, I, I'll I'll say that Versace is probably my favorite. I liked it more than Sharp Objects. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, that, that dude's great. Uh, Darren Chris in it. He's, he's a complete psychopath. Um, I think we, have, we said Rachel Brosnan for Miss Maisel. Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky Method. Yep. There you go. But like, let's be honest, like, I don't know. So. Rachel Brosnan should definitely have won. Yeah. She's great. So, Sasha Baron Cohen never should have been nominated, because that show was... We really want to know his... Yes. Him being in the same room with Rami Malek and the, that that winning Best Picture. And So, we were just discussing. He must think he's on, like, a different planet. Like, I, if I'm him, I'm just like, what's wrong with you people? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, or yeah. he just looks at himself and he goes like, oh, I guess this is... Was going to be better than mine because it seems to be fucking winning everything. I don't think. I think if he saw that, and he definitely saw that. I think when he saw he that, definitely saw he it. was like, "Thank God I didn't make this thing." I just, I, I don't know. I don't know who to watch or listen to about talk about this sort of stuff. You know, you can listen to us, but we're just dumbfounded by it because we both thought that movie was pretty subpar. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen was like on the next table over. Yeah. Um. But uh, that was my moment. <laughs> that was that was loud. And no one, uh, no one thanked Brian Singer. Yeah, that was weird too. I don't, I don't know how you do that without thanking him. I mean, that was obviously on purpose, but. Sorry, Brian Singer. Maybe you shouldn't do that stuff. Um, all right. So. All right. So we're getting to our favorite movies of the year. Yeah. Um, I guess. I think we started the podcast to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so every year on Facebook, you would you would post your favorite movies of the year. And I always, I I'm actually like. To. I'm going to do it. I, I always really looked forward to it. I, I, waiting, liked, I was waiting till the end of this Okay. This podcast. Um, it's like, you know, when they, that guy, Mr. Maxwell does like his best dress at the, you know, people like really want that. That's the way I've always felt about your posting your top 10 movies on Facebook. And mostly because I think probably five of the Fast and Furious movies have landed on your top 10 list. <laughs> they were, they were entertaining. No, but like, uh, honestly, it was, it was... It's it's honestly your favorite movies. It's not like what right. you're supposed to like, which is good. I I can tell you my list right now. There's things I probably don't wouldn't put in my top ten if they weren't like I, they, I keep getting reminded of them because it's award season. So I'm like, I don't know if I'd have put that. Do you have any any ones that you didn't want to leave off that you did and before you do your top ten? Well, um, yeah, I had. Uh... Like Avengers and um, Black Panther, kind of a tie for tenth. Okay. But then I dropped them off. Oh, interesting. They didn't make it towards the end. You really thought Avengers was a top ten movie? In terms of entertainment value, I thought it was. I thought it was entertaining. But as I just said, it did not make my top ten. Uh, Black Panther, I loved a lot, but. I, I think recency bias is making it not my top ten. Like if, the, if we did this list in like March or whenever, I'd probably have it like top three. But it's not my top ten either. And then Spider Man, Spider Verse didn't make my top. Yeah, it didn't 10. make mine either. But, but that it was in my it was very entertaining. That was in there. Uh, I was saying to you earlier, Tully was in my. Like I, I like that movie. I gotta, I gotta check that out. But I, I don't. But I don't. I mean, I. It just. It. It could. Somewhere down the road, like a movie like one of those two could trade places to like number eight. I don't know. Um, the other ones that I wanted to put on here, Ben is back. I really liked. It didn't make my top ten, um, but I really enjoyed that movie. I thought Julia Roberts was so freaking good in that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised she doesn't get any. I don't, and it, and even the, the kids, even like Lucas Hedges, he's better in that. I think his dad directed that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that till like the other I didn't time I read it. He's better in that, I thought, than he is in Boy Erased. Boy Erased is a little more of, um, you know, 
it's a little easier movie to get on board with because it's about gay conversion. Here's my issue with Boy Erased. Could someone turn on a light? Like, every scene was people sitting in rooms with no lights on. And if you go back and watch it, you will bu- it bugged the shit out of me. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice. Like, literally, there's only one scene. I think there's one or two scenes where there was a light on. Um, well, it, that didn't make... I, I, it, that wasn't even in my... It my, did not make my... Uh, the one, another movie I was really uh, close to putting on was... We talked about the no, we didn't. Um, the momentum generation, the documentary I on HBO. Taped, I haven't watched it. I I wanted to put that on here, but this, I just didn't. Because again, I will probably go back and and regret that because I'll put something that's more popular or awardy on it right now. But uh, and the last thing is, I never saw. Um, Sorry to bother you. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. But I have a feeling I would put that. That like that was something that could creep into my my top movies. Um, that being said, since we just said a bunch, I've of... I've seen like some people online have a screener for that, but I never got one. Yeah, me neither. Well, if you didn't, that means I didn't. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, so how do you want to do? I think last time we did like we'll do ten through the first three, ten to eight, and then. Uh, We'll take it from there, like, in, ter- okay. in terms of, like, going back and forth. Okay. So you can start. All right, so my number 10 is Crazy Rich Asians. That was another one that was... I watched that again uh, just recently. Okay. And uh, great movie. But it still bothers me that she didn't know that he was that. Yeah. Person. Like, they were dating for a year, and she never Googled them. That's fair. I saw it a second time and did not like it as much as the first time. Because the first time I didn't know what I was getting into, and so I really liked it. Again, my, the thing that I like the most about it is they made, their, they made really good supporting character decisions. Like, they're, they're, they have really well done, like Aquafina and the cousin who helps you get dressed. Yeah, like, that girl Astrid was awesome. Yes. So, like, but they give them all just enough screen time that you like them, but they don't overdo them. And so you want more of it. And uh, I think that's why I like that movie so much. Um, so that's going to be my number 10. My number 9 is Roma. Okay. Um, Roma is... Alright, so I had a hard time watching this. Because I watched it with my parents. And they didn't know what they were getting into with it. And you know, I didn't really know I was getting into it. But, like, me not knowing what I'm getting into is kind of fun. Them not knowing is, like, well, this I don't know if this is going to work. And it didn't work. <laughs> they were not they were not fans of it. Um, Roma's I, pretty high on my list. I believe it. I didn't, but I, I'm going to say this, though. Roma's, Roma's in it in my top ten. It's, but it's, it's seriously one that could fall out because it, it wasn't the most interesting movie to me. It was shot so beautifully that like the I love those tracking those long tracking shots that he does like the, you know like when he did Children of Men there's like some scenes in there that was just like I can't and and um yeah. uh, what do you call it the one before that um the war movie he did with um all right well, whatever how do you not think of the movie okay uh, I, I guess I can't yell at you for not knowing when I can, I'm not knowing it and I'm talking about it. Um, but, uh, like he just keeps things from a distance and keeps him, keeps the camera moving in such a way. It's like, this is amazing that you thought of this shot and like the world he created in this movie. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought the movie was amazing. I mean, I just, you watch it and you're just Every time those tracking shots hit and you get to see, like, everything, just the whole depth of everything, yeah. kind of, like, how they put together the story was, uh, I was all in. And I thought, going into it, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. Um, but, I mean, I was in. I was like, this is amazing. There was a lot of really emotional scenes. 
Um, as I, the Revenant, you're talking about the Revenant. No, he didn't do the he, he didn't do the Revenant. That's uh, oh, sorry, he, I picked the wrong he, guy. Yeah, well, it happens. Those guys all make really good movies, and they all kind of came up together. So, um, no, I was talking about the the movie with um, um, James McAvoy and um, Kira Knightley. He did get Gravity? He didn't do that movie. Okay. He did. Uh, that was Joe Wright. Oh, uh, okay. Um, All right, so that's my number nine is Roma. Number eight for me was Vice, and I got a lot of problems with Vice. And Vice didn't make my list. It's fair. Vice has a lot of problems. I like it. In in a in an, any other year, I don't think it makes my top ten. But again, like Christian Bale it was, was one of those ones that was in the top. Was at the very bottom of my top ten, and then as we got closer to this, it fell off. I got you. I, I'm surprised it made mine. If, if I did this at, uh, another week from now, I may not make it. But right now, um, I saw it twice. Um, and the second time, when I knew things were coming, it didn't throw me off as bad. And I liked it. You know? Um, so, yeah. That's my that's my number eight. Okay. So, my number ten was Won't You Be My Neighbor? Uh, documentary on uh, Mr. Rogers. Very uh, happy movie. Yeah, I'll just tell you right now. But won't you be my neighbor? Is my number seven. Okay. It's just it's the opposite of everything else that you're watching now. Yeah. It's like a really good person, and you just keep waiting. We I think we talked about this on the pod, but like you keep waiting for something bad to happen or for it to be him to be found out to not have been a good guy or yeah, something like the documentary reveal of something but it never happens because he really is just a good person and it's nice to see it's a profile be interesting man. to see tom hanks uh be mr rogers and what that's gonna be all about i think i think i'm okay i'm i i think we'll be safe there i'm not i'm not worried about it all I'm right it's, i said it was gonna be interesting uh, my number nine is Death of Stalin. Yeah, you were all in this movie for a while. Yeah. It. It's been on cable a lot now, and I've watched it a couple times. And uh, it's by the guy who did Veep, and he also did the show In the Loop, that movie In the Loop. Um, really, I don't know. The writing in this and Steve Buscemi in this movie are just so fucking fun. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's great in it. And uh, I don't know. I left a lot in that movie. It did turn take a turn to some violence at the end, but uh, there was a lot of funny things going on in that movie. I don't know if I'm allowed to put a Jeffrey Tambor movie in my top ten, but it's in there. Why? Because he's in the Me Too jail right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, I liked, I liked Death of Stalin. I didn't love it. Uh... I saw it on a plane, though. So, that might be bad I on me. Uh, go, go back and revisit it. Okay. And then number eight. Because I love In the Loop, and I love Veep, so. And the number eight is Ben is back. Oh, nice. Good. I'm glad I made your list. Yeah, I like that a lot. I thought the performances were really good. The only thing that bothered me in the movie was the scene where she goes to the her friend's house of the daughter who died uh-huh. and the woman's like oh here take this inhale like the the adrenaline thing like you're like she came over there to just borrow the car and the girl's like here you need to take this and then you're like oh okay so this is foreshadowing that this is going to be the end of the movie that she's going to use it and you knew like what was going to happen after that yeah that was my story point I wish there was a more subtle way for them to Introduce that. That's fair. That's uh, good. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, I really liked how Julia Roberts started off as this like, like woman in denial. Just kind of like the pro- progression of her character. Um, and I don't know. It's really, it no, really well done. I like when there's little movies like that. Um, 
and I think we'll have one or two more in here that we both like that aren't necessarily the movies that are getting all the attention. But, you know, it makes me feel satisfied that I really like that when you're when you feel the same way about it or, or someone else's opinion I respect you're like, Yeah, you know what? Not everyone's talking about Ben is back, but that was a really good movie. And I didn't expect it to be as intense and everything as it was. It was and yeah, like you said, Julia Roberts is pretty pretty awesome in it. So do seven and six. Alright, so my number seven is Won't You Be My Neighbor? Right. And number six is A Star is Born. I have six of stars more as well. So I was going to leave... I, I did not want to put this on my top ten list. But I can't help it because I think of a lot of the shots in this movie. Have you seen it more than once? I've only seen it once. No, I've only seen it once. Theater. Yeah, I saw it the theater too. Um, but I, I keep thinking back like when... You know, I don't feel like I need to see it again because it, yeah. it's like so... It's been so over-advertised and yeah. picked apart. and But... Um, the way that it's just shot so well, and and specifically like the concert scenes, like that, they really like made you feel like you were yeah. like what that feels like. And like I even found myself the other day, somebody did an article on the supermarket that they shot that supermarket at scene the in end, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. and. It just I went down a rabbit hole of locations from that movie, and I was like, that's really good the way they did that. Um, it never fails. Um, I love the scene where they're in rehab and he, like, breaks down. I also, like, feel like they should have had a shot, just one shot of the guy who's her, uh, the agent. Yeah. After he, like, said that he ruined her life and basically got him to think about committing suicide. Yeah. And they should have one shot of him, like, hearing the news and, like, just being like, fuck, that I did that. Like, he should have some guilt. You would feel more satisfied. Yeah, I get you. Um, But, yeah. uh, But I liked all the performances and I liked the joke that Sam, uh, what's his name? Uh, Elliot. Sam Elliott said he stole his voice. Yeah. That was a funny joke. Um, uh, I, well, that scene where he basically says, like, you were my hero, and they, they shoot it where he's tearing up and looking through the rear, not looking through the rear view mirror as, you know, and that's, that's a good scene. Yeah. That's, that's dude a 101. Of, a lot of good scenes. All right, so that's my number six. What was your number seven? Since this Sisters was Brothers. Sisters Brothers, okay. Love this movie. This guy, uh, it was his first English movie. Or oh, yeah? Movie in English. Uh, he directed that movie, A Prophet. Right. Remember that? Yep. And Rustin Bone. Um, John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix, Western, had me at Western. And uh, these guys, I don't know. I just love the whole story of it. I love the ending, how it just like, just basically was like, it's over. Like, it was like leading toward this thing of violence and like people are getting arms cut off and all this shit. And then it just was like, all right, well, I guess we're okay now. Yeah, they're really good together. They're like really, they really balance each other well. And uh, I think we talked about uh, John C. Riley's performance. Like, he's still John C. Riley, but he's like a different, more serious version of like like the, a real version of that um yeah i mean i liked how you he you kind of followed him and saw like how he was getting introduced to things like the whole thing of brushing his teeth yes like finding the toothpaste and stuff like that like he was like always curious about mundane things and like joaquin phoenix just wanted to kill people like he was just all like i'm doing this mission and that's all I need to do. And then John C. Riley is like checking out the world, you know, when they stop at places. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and when everything goes wrong, like, it's a great scene. Like, you knew it was going to have to happen that way. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I love this movie. I'm with you. So that's your number seven. And your number, number six. six is stars, Mark. All right. So top five. Top five. Yeah. All right. 
My number five is Mission Impossible. Fallout. That's my number four. Okay. So, Sisters Brothers is my number three. Okay. So, yeah, Mission Impossible. Um, it was funny. I saw this for the third time on the plane. Uh-huh. And they cut out the whole helicopter crash thing. And I'm like, why did they cut this out? And then I was just sitting there like, oh, yeah, I can see why they cut Yeah, that. yeah, you don't want that on a plane. Um, yeah, what a great... This movie's awesome. That whole last 30 minutes of that movie were just so great. Yeah, like we, you just, know, we just the emotional impacts of it, the action. The we, just, we talked about how we talked about how this this is what you go to the movies for. It's got all the shit you want about movies. So just nonstop action. Yeah, You're like, fun. Hey, every, how do they shoot this? But I'm here. I'm here. Everybody's working their asses off to make you entertain, and you yeah. and you can feel that in every frame. So I'm with you. Uh, so yeah, that's my number five. What's your number five? My number five is Heartbeat, Hearts Beat Loud with Nick Offerman and Kirstie Clemens. Don't shake your head. You haven't seen it. I have this at home. I can't bring myself to watch it because of how much you love it. Because you love any movie that has to do with these with like stupid music things. Listen, the emotional beats in this movie, you're going to have a smile on your face the whole time watching this movie. It has great like uh, supporting characters, Ted Danson. And Tony Collette. And uh, it was really shot well. It was like, just, it's the stuff I want. I know. You're going to go in and you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going in with like a, with a bias. bias. Yeah. A G know. bias. Nick Offerman, I thought it was awesome in it. Okay. Um, I definitely recommend you watching that. Oh, I ha- I will because it's, it's like I said, sitting on my, next to my DVR. Huh? You have it as on a disc? Yeah, I have it on a disc for Netflix. I still get Netflix discs. You still get Netflix discs? Yeah, because Netflix... Look, doesn't have all the movies on it. Yeah, their movies suck. And the uh, the only thing that you should... Anyway, whatever. You need to watch it. Okay. So, Five Heartbeats Loud and Mission Impossible Fall at number four. All right, my number four is Beale Street. We were talking about this. We both really like this movie. Didn't make my top ten. I liked it. Thought it was very well written. I mm-hmm. like the poetic yes. dialogue. It's like a play. Yeah. I just didn't like the main actress. And I can understand that. I can respect that. Thought she was just kind of there. I like the way the story sold. I like the I like the way it was edited. Where what how they cut back and forth to before, during, and after. You yeah. know, like I I just thought that worked really well. Um, I was like, kind of the scene where like (laughs) the stepdad like punched the mother in that room. That whole scene, I kind of did. She deserved it. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the beginning, right? Like, and that never came back. No, they they didn't bring that family back at all. Really, that family just disappeared until the end when she. Well, he was like the the dad came back because they were robbing shit. Right. But uh, the mom never came back. Um. No, and like, didn't they have a standoff at the end with the sisters? Didn't I thought there was one more? There's there a scene at the end where they finally told them off again because Regina King, who just won, is in the beginning, and then she's in like a a couple half scenes in the middle, and then comes back at the end. Yeah, she goes to Puerto Rico. Yeah, there. that was that was a great scene. Yeah, and and I understand like she's like I don't really want to like how do I talk to a woman who's been raped and try to see have her see from my perspective right that I'm a victim she doesn't care yeah exactly she's just worried about yeah it was really good but she also like knew like the girl got raped was like they brought me into a room and told me to pick the guy again comically bad white white person that cop didn't like didn't oh yeah yeah that was like but uh, but I still really like the movie, so that's my number uh, four. My number three, as I said before, is Sisters Brothers. Interesting, neither of us have come up with our first or second. I don't know if that means that they're the same things or not, but um, that was my number my number three with Sister Brothers. My number three is a drift. Uh, a what? A drift. With Shailene Woodley, where she 
her and her boyfriend are commissioned to take their boat to San Diego and they get into like uh, they hit a storm and she's like they're stuck out in the middle of the ocean fucking awesome movie um, Robert Richardson Bob Richardson shot it so it looks like amazing I love the storytelling um, the setting and everything just I don't know I love that movie there's a lot of emotional it's very emotional a lot of emotional uh, I, scenes. I've there. never heard anyone talk about that movie. I mean, I remember when it came out. To me, it just seemed like, how many times do we have to see a movie where people are lost at sea? I agree. But, I... Is there a shark? There's no sharks. Okay. But, I uh, really, like, got into this movie, and I was just like, this is great. Great performances. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you should watch it. It's really good. Okay. Drift, number three. All right. Uh, my, my number two is Roma. Oh, yeah. So. My number two is First Man. Oh. I love First Man. Can't I, help it. I did not love First Man. Most people didn't. I thought it was so subtle. Coming off of, like, La La Land that was just so over the top and so people-pleasing, to do this movie... The way he did it, um, I loved it. And like I, I've said time and time again, I like the fact that they didn't force a story that wasn't there. And um, yeah, I, I, that was one of those movies that stuck with me. Um, First Man. I did not love First Man. I didn't like the character. I didn't like the... That's part of what's great about I it. Know, I didn't like the kind of the tone of it. I just, I couldn't get into it. Great filmmaking, sound-wise and all that stuff. Um, but, couldn't get into it. Um, Alright, so I'm guessing our number one is the same. Yeah, it's probably the same. Green Book. Yeah. I mean, Green Book was definitely the most satisfying movie for me this year. In terms of comedy, it had... A little like political stuff that was uh, made you think. It wasn't hitting you over the head, but you know they got their points across. Uh, it's just really well told, and uh, apparently uh, Linda Cardellini was the heart of the uh, movie. Yeah, that was weird that they kept. I mean, they really were forcing that on the Golden Globes to let you know that. But I, I mean, it seems like this is such an easy movie to love, like. I almost hate being this manipulated by something, but you're right. It just, it was the most satisfying time at the movies. It was like, yeah, it, it made you think, it made you emotional, it made you laugh. Um, and it was just such a simple little movie. But it's so good. So yeah, it's my number one as well. Uh, did we have the same number one last year? Um, I think we did. I do too. I feel like this is going to become a pattern. We had to stop seeing movies together. Although you've never seen it, you never even heard of a drift. Well, I heard of it. I just didn't. <laughs> didn't it certainly didn't. It wasn't in my. You should watch it. It's good. Um, All right. Well, you have to get up early in the morning. Yeah. So. So. Thanks for uh, listening. We'll post these, I guess. Yeah. You know, with the, the list, and uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah, you don't have to post my list. I don't. I don't.